What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the Best Life. I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. Yeah, me too. (laughs) What is up, besties? Welcome to another episode of the Best Life Podcast, aka the Best Podcast. The Best Podcast. I am your one of your hosts, Jill Coleman. I'm the other host. Hi, (laughs) Danny J. Danny J. (laughs) Good to meet (laughs) y'all. What are we talking about today? Okay, we got a listener DM. So this is from Michelle. I'm going to read it to you. I think it was a great topic. And um, I didn't ask if I could use her name, but that there's a million Michelles in the world, so I won't read her IG name. But Michelle, thank you for emailing us. So, or mess DM, whatever. Hey, Danny and Jill, I'm a fan of your podcast, and I've listened to all the episodes. Super Yay. cool, love that. Love that. I heard you recently asked for topics, and I got a question that I'd love for you that I've often wished for you two to cover. As a woman in the strength and conditioning slash fitness industry, have either of you struggled to maintain or find your sense of femininity? Mm-hmm. I definitely do, and I would like to be like to be and feel more feminine while still carrying a lot of muscle. Maybe it's my definition of femininity that needs work. At any rate, I'd love to hear your take on it sometime. Thanks for the years of living my best life. Oh, super good. Very cute. Yeah. So I want to say first, I have definitely struggled with this, and <clears throat> it's interesting she mentioned muscle and fitness. Um, but the first time I ever (laughs) had a weird, uh, struggle with my femininity was when I, I was in college and I cut my hair to like pixie cut super, super short. And so I started thinking when I looked in the mirror that I looked like a boy, I just had short ass hair. And that was the first time I had ever gone. I feel like I need to do something more to make myself look more like a girl. And so I started wearing a lot more makeup, which I never wear makeup at all. But, and by a lot more, it was like, I put on mascara probably. <laughs> like I started wearing mascara every day, but there was something about that haircut that really changed my sense of femininity. And I never thought about it before. It just never had crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe you as well in the fitness industry, I remember, I don't know if you said your mom made these comments, but I know my mom Mm -hmm. did. She was like, be careful, you're going to start to look like a man or be careful, you don't want to look like a man. And so there's always those thoughts in your head. And especially in the fitness industry, there's a lot of women who have a lot more muscle, upper body, lower body, it doesn't matter. But there's a lot of societal kind of ideas that muscle equals manly. And so I think there's, I think there's a lot to unpack here. So I'm excited, but just wanted to throw the hair Mm -hmm. thing out there because that was really the first time it had ever occurred to me in my early twenties about having anything to do with looking like not my gender. And by the way, like whatever gender you subscribe to, she's obviously a woman who wants to look more feminine, but this well, is that's the be... thing, right? Because it's like there's man, woman, but then there's yep. masculine, feminine. Mm-hmm. So like if we think about it that way, and I'm definitely not an expert at this, but you know, like 
men have both masculine and feminine qualities and yep. women have both masculine and feminine qualities. I guess my first question, and you know, I thought about this a lot because I think if, if someone who was into, if someone was coaching this, like we see a lot of coaches who like help women be quote in their feminine or men be more quote in their masculine, I guess as I've kind of seen a lot of coaches and a lot of like talk around this, I guess I'm wondering what the problem is. Like, you know, cause I'm just like, however you show up is also just you. So like, is it a problem that you're feeling like you're not attracting? Like I would be interested if she's like looking for a partner or she has a partner or she's like, I guess I'm like, what's the context? So I, I think I've been lucky because I do have a good amount of muscle, but like compared to some, you know, people in our space, I don't, you know, but it's definitely the first thing that you notice if someone looks at me as a stranger, I've certainly gotten strangers like, you know, asking me to arm wrestle or like telling me not to beat them up and like just sort of those kind of comments. And I guess, um, I have always just attracted men who like muscle on women, mm. And yeah. more like athletic type guys. So I feel like I've never felt like my look was undesirable. I mean, I've always gotten a lot of, I've always gotten a lot of affirmation for my looks yeah. from other men, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I, by the way, I think muscle on a woman is, it's an acquired taste. I mean, shit, muscle on a men is an acquired taste. A lot of women want a dude who's just more like straight, you know, straight and narrow, like that banana skinny, Republic mm-hmm. sort of like skinny look. Um, I think it's an acquired taste, you know, I think especially, but I also think that we should honor what feels good to us. So if you absolutely love having muscle on your frame, the thing to me that is the most powerful is just owning your physique. Like mm-hmm. literally I said owning and Danny J just like mouthed the words at the exact same time. She knew what I, I was going to say. I know it. That to me is the most attractive thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I think when we talk about partnership, I think there's a discussion to have around like, how are you showing up within the relationship? And if you want to be, quote, in your feminine within the relationship or attract, you know, uh, a more maybe a man who's more in his masculine so that you can kind of be in your sort of feminine, I think you need to then just sort of think about um, how you're showing up in that relationship. And by the way, I think you can show up in different ways and different places in your life. I definitely, definitely show up in more of like a masculine role in my job. But like when it's just Keith and I, it's very like I'm I'm like I guess feminine to me means like more like soft, more like able to receive, um, you know, like be taken care of. I, I'm much more like that in my relationship. Um, and so I think it's okay to show up one way in your life and, and a different way in another life. Mm-hmm. So I guess the first question is like, what's the when she says, I just really want to be more in my feminine. Is it because she's getting comments? Is it because she's maybe not attracting someone that she wants to attract? So I guess just digging deeper into the actual question would help as well. Because my whole thing is like, you can still be a woman with muscle and also be, quote, in your feminine. You know, I I guess the way I read it as, or as I interpret it, is the thought of somebody like my mom who's like, be careful, you don't want to look like a man. So when you said at the beginning, there's a difference between man, woman, masculine, feminine, that's really kind of true. So definitions matter. And I think we think about things differently. So for me, femininity is an energy. It's not necessarily a A look girl. Right. So, and I'm reading it though, as a look, like she's kind of interchanging it. Cause she mentioned a woman who like weight trains and has muscle. Yeah. And so, and, and she actually said that maybe it's my definition of femininity that needs work. And I would say, and it's, I looked at your pictures, Michelle, and I was like, she totally looks, I mean, she comes across as very feminine to me. She has long hair. She wears it down a lot. And I think if you're, 
if you're if we're speaking specifically of looks and like a feminine look to me it's more like longer hair like that's why I said my first ever time I had issue was when I cut my hair and I just I remember just walking by um, a window and seeing my reflection in the window and I did a double take because I didn't recognize myself and it was just weird for me and I don't think anyone ever mistook me for a boy so I think it could be maybe her issue is something like that people mistaking her for being too manly I can you know? say that like you know I do think when you mentioned like long hair or whatever I when it comes to that I actually and you know this like the way that I dress mm-hmm. is um I mean I would say it's probably like borderline sexy like just because I think I know my body I'm very comfortable with my body and I think after doing a lot of work on like my body esteem and like my relationship to my body and stuff I probably wear less clothes now than I did when in my 20s and that's not because I'm like oh I need to like you know like show off my body but I am very aware of the fact that because I have really broad shoulders because I carry a lot of muscle because I have you know big legs that if I don't wear something that shows off my body Mm -hmm. then it I sort of just look like a blob you know what I mean yeah so when if you if you shop on stores like I don't know like Revolve or like just some of these like online shops, um, they usually have like I shop a lot at Free People and stuff like that, and they have a category called Bodycon. Basically, it's body conscious looks, and they tend to be a little bit more like they tend to show off the physique a little bit more. Um, and so I actually heard I don't know it wasn't Kim I didn't hear Kim Kardashian say this, but I was like reading in a magazine this was years ago, and Kim Kardashian kind of said something like I need bodycon looks or else like I kind of get lost in these mm. big like romantic, flowy dresses yep. you know and stuff and like some people can pull that off right if you're very slender or whatever or you just want to like hide your body or whatever yeah you can wear like a kind of flowy dress but I know for me even just from a clothing perspective I always wear things that are. Like if I'm going to wear something, you know, um, kind of bag gear on the bottom, I wear like a crop, you know, or something like that. Or I wear like just, I just feel like I need to show my curves off. Cause even though I have muscle, I have a lot of curves. Like I have like glutes and I have, you know, quads and I have shoulders and I have, you know, like kind of a, like a little bit of an hourglass shape. So, you know, I like to show that off a little bit. And I feel like I feel really feminine when I, when I put on clothes and wear heels and like, you know, do my hair and makeup and stuff. So I think it's possible. And honestly, I think it's really fucking attractive. It's especially attractive to men who care about health and fitness. So, um, you know, I think it's a matter of, I think the look, which is one side of the story, the, yeah. the second star is like, what energy are energy. you bringing to the world? Yeah. Right. Cause you can look really feminine, but you can be showing up in a really masculine way. And, and by the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I guess that's why I oh, said that first question. I'm like, who gives a shit? Like there's no right way to be, yeah. you know, like be you and, and then find someone who vibes with it. And as you're saying it too, even as I'm thinking about dressing, I think of some women I know who are like kind of boss babes will pull off a blazer and a suit, but just looks so hot. Like, it's a quote more masculine look it's a suit but totally. they look fucking amazing and I wouldn't think that they're a dude because they're wearing a suit like they just right. rock it yep. and on the other side I'm thinking about like sporty spice from the spice girls who totally dressing like a tomboy and wearing just like I don't know you could be wearing the basketball shorts yeah. and yeah and you can still look like a feminine super cute yeah and so I really think it comes down to energy it does it, it does it come does. down to energy um I think you could create more femininity in your look like I think you can dress a certain way that's a little less masculine or a little less boy like boyish and making like quotes or tomboyish but it really does come down to energy and I think and I'm wondering if this comes from 
a comment like that someone's made. So, you know, we talked about an earlier episode about trauma response. And so for me, I know when my mom was making comments about me lifting, she was like, be careful. You don't look like a man. Be careful. You don't want to, which is funny. I think the word be careful is so silly. Like you might lift up a weight too heavy and suddenly your (laughs) balls are going to drop. All of a sudden you're the Hulk. (laughs) My mom said something like, at least in my very first show, like, she kind of said something along the lines of, you don't want your shoulders to get too big. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, oh, yeah. you gave me these shoulders. Look at <laughs> these like, genetic these, long clavicles. These came from you. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I also, it's also funny because I remember, and this is just something that I was just naive, was I was in these shows and I would see a lot of girls who had deep voices yeah. and they were taking testosterone yeah. and steroids, which I didn't know. I was super naive about the drug use and things. And so I remember telling my husband, I was like, Hey, if my voice starts to sound like that, like tell me and I'll stop lifting. <laughs> you thought it was because it was weights. <laughs> I was like, Oh, they're lifting too much. <laughs> so I think that, you know, it was just naive and I didn't realize that they were taking something that affected their voices. But I think ultimately it really is an energy thing. And probably like Michelle, you were like, maybe I just need to change my definition of femininity. And and realistically, I was reading it as look and looking at your pictures. I'm like, she looks very feminine to me and mm-hmm. comes across that way. And I think that you can, you can definitely work on that. Like Jill said, there's actually a lot of coaches in this space now who Tons. will kind of help you and teach that specifically. I've actually really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed um, allowing myself to be more in my feminine in my relationship um, because I'm so like in my sort of like, so masculine, feminine energy. I don't, again, I'm not an expert at this, but like from what I can tell, we've gone to like, we went to the David Dita seminar, which might be like a useful tool for you. David Dita has a lot of books around this. Um, but masculine is very like structured, very sort of more rigid, more like, uh, actionable, like very like, uh, steady sort of stability. Everything's about like being stable, being the rock, sort of like that thing. I feel like I'm very much like that in my business. Like I'm very much like a rock. If you've ever worked with me, you like know that sort of about me, but I feel the feminine is more around like soft, being softer, being able to receive, being able to be open to being taken care of, not to feel like you have to be doing everything yourself all the time. And so for me in my relationship, I really enjoyed um, allowing my partner to take a more masculine role, you know? And like, for example, one thing that we always do when we go to eat, and I, I don't know how, I don't think we ever had a conversation around this. It just sort of like started happening is he orders for both of us. And I think you could look at that and be like, that's really old fashioned or whatever, but we have a conversation. We usually split our meals um, like split, we both like have both of the meals. So we decide we want to get, and then he orders for me. He's like, she'll have this, this, and this. And like, it's a small thing, but it feels really nice. It feels like, yeah, like I feel taken care of, you know, he makes the reservation. He goes up to, um, the host stand. And I know there's a lot of women who want to be in charge of that stuff. You know, I think I don't want to be in charge of that kind of thing because I am in charge of everything else in my life. So when it comes to my relationship, which I feel very like is separate, it's very separate from my work you know, he is the one who gets the reservation, goes up to the hostess stand to check us in, you know, like, you know, pulls out the chair, opens the door of the car. Like, I I think we can look at this and be like, that's really old fashioned. Some women don't like that. You know, someone wanted to be the one like in charge, making the plans, doing the things. I really like to be hands off with our stuff because I'm just like, yeah, he can handle it. And I allows for me to just receive, to be taken care of, you know, like, 
even small things like we both had COVID about a month ago and he was like just very nurturing he's like what do you need do you need me to get you anything are you okay like even this week I had a root canal he's like what do you need like I was in so much pain last weekend and he like hooked up like a telemedicine appointment for me and like got like because he's a paramedic so he was like resourcing like different things that could help me and it's just like felt really nice to be taken care of and I felt very in my feminine and I felt like I have a dude who fucking holds it down it's funny when we got COVID, <laughs> he was like, I'm going to come home and take care of you. And then the motherfucker was sick. And I was like, who's taking care of who now? <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were going to come home and take care of me. Now you are falling apart <laughs> and neither one of us can take care of each other. Uh, what a, what a mess. I, I like that all of that. It's like, there is just such a difference in femininity and what that means versus the masculine. And then how you like maybe look with muscle. Yeah, Cause I yeah. think one's not mutually exclusive. Right. I really think the muscle thing is more of a cultural ideal that right. men have muscle, like bodybuilders and like guys can just get jacked. And I, I think that really doesn't have anything to do with the other. Like one, it's not mutually exclusive. No. Like feminine And it's funny because not- like, I think the only time I've ever gotten comments from men about my look is if they're skinny guys. Like I've never gotten a dude who like has muscle be like, don't beat me up. Like, or something like that. Like it's always... Like a An guy wants to arm wrestle. Yeah. Who's yeah. like kind of a not in shape guy, you know, which is fine. Like yeah. no one needs to, but like I, if you have muscle, you will attract other people who really appreciate muscle. Yeah. Cause like I said, it is an acquired taste. You know, it's not, I personally like it. So I always assume everyone likes it. Um, but I don't think, I think people like, you know, maybe they want a little bit of a softer look. Maybe they, so at the end of the day, it comes down to like, you have to love your, your own physique, right? Like I'm constantly trying to put on muscle because that's what makes me feel good and powerful and whatever. So, but it does not for everybody, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think the most confident thing you can do is just own what you got, right? Like you're working towards something. I'm not accidentally getting bulky. I'm on purpose getting bulky. Like that's my (laughs) fucking goal. So I don't know. I think there's power in just ownership because that confidence in itself is attractive. There really is. And I think people have a natural, so we all have both traits. We all have feminine and masculine and even feminine and masculine ways that we can look and show up in the world. And I think if you go against your nature, like if you're not owning it, like Jill's saying own it. And I think wherever you are fall on the spectrum, I think there's a wide spectrum. Some girls are super girly girls, super feminine energy dress, all of that. And some are just more masculine and also maybe dress more like tomboy and more whatever. But if you are like naturally the, the tomboy and the kind of more masculine and you're like trying to slap on lipstick and do stuff that's just against you, it's almost like spraying air freshener in a room that you just took a shit in. Like, <laughs> it's like, it still smells like shit, but now it's like flowers and shit. It's like, it's, something is off. So I think Jill's right. Like owning your, owning what you, who you are is going to be the best thing instead of almost trying to be something you're not. Cause right, it's not like going to feel right. For it. And yeah. also like, you're like, it's still, it smells flowers in here, but it smells like shit. Did someone take a shit? Yeah. Just, also when people are just like, I don't know. I'm just like, you, you did things to get that physique. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you built that physique mm-hmm. at any point you could have been like, I don't want this muscle and you could go <laughs> marathon running or something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But like you're, you have muscle on your body because on some level you want it and you like it. And you have it. So if those things all check out, then fucking the last piece is just owning it. 
And that's going to be the cherry on top. That's going to be the thing that's going to make you the most attractive. And you're going to attract the right person who really appreciates that, appreciates your energy. Um, Also, I will say that I do think the masculine feminine thing, I think depending on also where you grow up, I grew up in Boston and like the Northeast is very like the women are, I would say a lot of the women are in their masculine energy. It's a very like Mm -hmm. high powered, you know, very fast paced, very sharp group of people like and just who just take care of shit, you know, on, on the whole. So I think that, you know, energy can translate into more of a masculine energy. It's sort of also depends on like sort of where you're from as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. This is a really great question. I guess it was a question conversation topic. I'm sure a lot of women out there have had the similar, had similar ideals or questions or how do you look or feel more feminine? I think ultimately coming across, it's like how you feel. It's the energy about it. It's not necessarily how you look or dress. Although I think that can help. I mean, like I said, like the haircut, I felt like I had to wear more makeup or something. There's things you can do to make yourself feel a little more feminine, but I really think it's owning your nature. However, you show up the best and the most confident version of you. And maybe you're just overthinking it. Maybe it's some coming out of somebody made some weird whack ass comment and you took it personally. And then it's, not valid anymore. So I know I also want to just say to you guys listening, (laughs) the reason I was talking for like 20 minutes in the middle of this podcast is because we have a puppy running around (laughs) and Danny was having to like watch her. So I was like, I realize I'm just talking nonstop. So I do apologize for that. So we have, I went on a big old tangent (laughs) because I kept looking at Danny and she kept paying attention to the dog. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to keep talking right now. (laughs) Y'all, this is real life shit. All right. It's the best Uh, life, but it's also real life. It was real life. Also Pip is just over there forlorn. It's the best. I cool. wish, you know, sometimes trying to get away from this puppy. we need to have YouTube. We need to be videotaping this sometimes. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Michelle, for this. And y'all on the, the Instagrams, on DMs, shoot us a message. Tell us what you'd like us to chat about, riff on, questions you have, or just topics you think would be interesting. I know that if you're thinking of something, someone else is thinking of it too. So we love these, love riffing on them, sharing ideas and realizing too that these are just our ideas, our opinions take it with a grain of salt. Um, would love to hear if, if you disagree, if you have things to add, love to hear it. Uh, also in our Facebook group, if you go to the best life podcast.com, it's been a little quiet in there lately. So I need to spruce up some conversations and we'll get, get some combos going, but love hearing from you. And, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye.